0: This podcast is brought to you by Prospect and Price Creative, WVU's student-run creative services agency. This is Jeff Hilsebeck, and welcome to the Finals Survivor Podcast, a mini-series of five episodes about how to succeed during finals, featuring folks from across campus, each of whom will address a particular theme. Today, we have Courtney Weaver in the studio, Courtney is the director of Well WVU. Well WVU is responsible for the health education that you see across campus. Courtney, welcome back to the studio. Thank you so much. Good to be here. Today we're going to talk about legal and illegal substances and how not to use them. Correct. During finals. Yes. Yes, we are. So let's start with those legal substances, okay. right? So when I, we're talking about this, I'm thinking nicotine, I'm thinking caffeine, and I'm thinking alcohol if you're over the age of 21. Mm-hmm. But we know that sometimes people make decisions that are independent of the law. So I know in, during finals, it's really tempting if you want to... You know, stay up to study. You really feel like you need that extra push for someone to take a large amount of caffeine, whether that's coffee or an energy drink or five hour energy, which technically is a drink, but I feel it's a little bit different than a Red Bull. But you need to be mindful of how much you're actually using because caffeine actually will increase your stress and anxiety, especially in high quantities. Plus, everyone has different tolerance levels for Mm -hmm. caffeine. And Mm -hmm. so a little caffeine can affect someone a lot differently than the next person. So you want to be careful when you are using caffeine. Nicotine, which we've actually seen a large increase in students who are using e-cigarettes and vaping. Mm -hmm. But nicotine, it's important to remember, it's also a stimulant, and so it can also increase your stress symptoms. It's also important to remember that we are a smoke-free campus. That policy did change on August 1st to include vaping devices, and so technically you are not allowed to vape on campus. A lot of times people use substances like nicotine or alcohol to help cope. And that's something that we want to steer us away from. Because anytime you add a substance to your body, it actually puts more stress on it. Um, so for, like for alcohol... Research actually shows that a night of heavy drinking can have a negative impact on learning, memory, and cognitive functioning up to two to three days later. Wow. So that means that if you have a test on a Tuesday, Mm. what you did on Saturday night can have an impact on how you perform on that test. Yeah. And so I think sometimes we forget about that. You just think, oh, we're going out having a good time, which you can definitely have a good time without the use of substances, just to put that out there. But it can uh, several days later, you are still experiencing side effects from it. And I think one of the things that alcohol does is it actually disrupts your sleep schedule. So a lot of times people say, well, alcohol helps me fall asleep. Um, and, and that could be true. Like substances like alcohol, like cannabis can induce sleep, but it actually disrupts the quality of your sleep. Mm. So what it does is it makes it so that you have less REM sleep, which is rapid eye movement. Uh, and that is that deep restorative sleep that all human beings need in order to function properly. So those are substances that disrupt that. And if you don't have quality sleep, you're you're not going to perform at optimum levels. Plus, if you have those effects on your REM sleep, if you're you know, not feeling well, you have a headache, fatigue, or anxiety that someone might get if they're experiencing a hangover, they aren't conducive to strong academic performance. You're not going to want to study on a Sunday if you are hungover from your Saturday night. And I think the same can be said for marijuana. So like we said earlier, alcohol disrupts the sleep cycle, So does marijuana, and like alcohol, research shows that after using marijuana, participants perform lower on tests of learning relative to non-users up to three days after their marijuana use. Both alcohol and cannabis affect the part of the brain responsible for forming new memories. So if someone has one or two drinks, that part of their brain is affected to a small degree, but that same effect is also what can cause blackouts from excessive drinking. It's a matter of that part of the brain being severely impacted to where no new memories are being formed at all. So it's basically a temporary amnesia uh, versus that part of the brain being mildly impacted from a smaller amount of alcohol, if that makes sense. I think so. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little technical probably Uh for a podcast, but that's okay. Um, And so those are the legal substances that we're worried about. But let's also talk about illegal substances. Um, So, something that has seen a dramatic rise has been the misuse of prescription medications. Um, So, taking prescription drugs that are not prescribed to you is illegal um, and, in some cases, is a felony offense. So prescription stimulant abuse has dramatically increased over the past 10 years. So there was a study done in the journal of clinical psychiatry and it was reported by Johns Hopkins that found it was mainly 18 to 25 year olds who were inappropriately taking Adderall, which is a common medication prescribed for those with ADHD. So they were inappropriately taking it and they were primarily getting the medication from family and friends. Mm -hmm. So not from not with a prescription. Mm -hmm. So Adderall may help improve your focus, but it can also cause sleep disruption and serious cardiovascular side effects such as high blood pressure and stroke it can also increase the risk for mental health problems including depression, bipolar disorder, and unusual behaviors including aggressive or hostile behavior. So you might see that like buying, selling, trading, or giving these medications away to friends happens frequently on college campuses all over, um, even though it is illegal to do so. And again, they're taking it in general to increase their concentration and their comprehension. Um, but And because these drugs are prescribed, some people assume that they must be safe to use without a prescription. They're like, well, if my buddy Carl gets it, then right. I could take it too. Right. Uh, but Carl is under the care of a doctor, and there's a big difference. So Because they are a type of amphetamine, which mm-hmm. is a very powerful drug. It's kind of interesting to think that for someone who has a diagnosis of ADHD, that they're actually prescribed a stimulant. It seems kind of counterintuitive yeah. uh, but that's just uh, an effective way to to manage uh, that condition so even when misused for academic purposes research has shown that misusing adderall is not associated with improved grades and actually it's associated with several negative academic behaviors including less studying skipping more classes and spending more time going out socially hmm. generally like the best strategy for improved academic performance is planning preparation and developing good study habits from the beginning of the semester. Yeah. So, but at this point it's towards the end of the semester, so <laughs> <it's>, so, so <laughs> maybe it's something to take into account for next semester. And then some students also resort to taking prescription sedatives like Xanax or Clonopin without a prescription to help ease anxiety related um that's related to school. So it's true that these drugs can be very effective in for treating anxiety. But again, they're a prescription drug that's not prescribed to you. That's not legal use. They're also addictive and they pose other health risks, U- And their safe requires close supervision from doctors. So if someone takes Xanax for an extended period of time and eventually wants to stop taking it in order to avoid dangerous and potentially fatal withdrawal symptoms, it requires a slow, gradual titration under a doctor's supervision. So if a student is struggling with anxiety, what's recommended is that they discuss their symptoms with a counselor or a clinical professional rather than seeking Xanax or similar drug use without a prescription. So want to go see a mental health professional not buy Xanax from someone you know. (laughs) If you're looking to keep yourself nourished during your studying, something that or a good practice to do would be to keep balanced snacks around to continue to appropriately fuel your body. So balanced snack basically just takes from multiple food groups. So it could be that you have apples and peanut butter, or you have grapes and cheese, or carrots and hummus. You could have almonds or walnuts, small pieces of dark chocolate, string cheese, pretty much anything that is a little bit more nutritiously dense. However. If you want the potato chips, have the potato chips. We don't want to shame any any folks about their food choices, but see if you can balance it out with something else, too. Mm-hmm. So if you are someone who uh, is resorting to ramen, for example, see if you can throw some frozen veggies in there. So a bag of frozen peas or some frozen corn or beans, and that can help give it a little bit more of a nutritious edge, okay. I would say. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well... Thank you for all of that. That's a lot of very helpful information. (laughs) Oh, you're welcome.